Hi, I'm Wendy Francis, nutrition therapist, emotional eating expert, and entrepreneur. I've helped countless people overcome their obsession with food and weight. Isn't it time you overcame what you had become and ignite who you were meant to be? Your time to become an overcomer starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Overcoming Your Emotional Eating. We talk about feelings all the time on this podcast, and many people talk about feelings in life. Not all of us actually want to feel our feelings, right? But we have lists of feelings, hundreds of feelings, thousands of feelings. We feel feelings all the time, each and every day. But what about the feeling of feeling alive, not being alive, not doing our dishes, not mopping our floors, not walking up and down our stairs or doing mundane tasks of daily life? That's being alive. But what about the feeling of feeling alive, the moment where our soul actually sings? The moments where we want to scream from the rooftops. Maybe a moment where the wind is whipping through your hair while you're singing a song in your car, remembering a time when you felt freer or younger. Ever had that feeling? What about a moment when you're running down the street and you feel as if you can never stop? What about a moment where you see a beautiful horizon, sunset, or landscape, and it just makes you stop and takes your breath away. The feeling of feeling alive is what we're all actually going for. Those moments that enable us to connect to a deeper part of ourselves that truly enable also our soul to soar. That's what I'm talking about with a client today. So many people begin to feel alive in their journey as they change their body. It's not because it's about the number on the scale, because it's about the change in our soul and our psyche. Take a listen. So you can hear more about what this journey actually is in feeling alive. Take a look at www.wendyfrancis.com. In May and June of this year, we're going to be launching some new things on that site to really help you build as a community and to help in ways that I know how so that we can all can continue to overcome. Thank you so much for listening. I want to thank you for these calls because I I thought I was losing weight, but I didn't really understand how many things I would uncover about myself. Um, Mm. And so I'm wondering if you have some tips about how to, how to kind of do a better investigation. Like for example, this last weekend, um, our kids came back from March break and on the list of um, things I do with food, I never would have told you that I ever did um, like stress eating. But all of a sudden I cheated and, and then I didn't, I mean, I was so upset with myself because I wanted to be a good example because my kids were home. 
Um, mm. but, but the stress was definitely a factor for me. I had never noticed that about myself. So what are some tips that you could share with us to kind of uncover that stuff a little bit more? Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just glad I didn't miss it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Congratulations. Because really the biggest tool that we're all given, regardless of how much trauma we live through or what race we are or what socioeconomic status we are, we are all given the ability to be aware. Right. A awareness is the key to learning. If we really open our eyes with curiosity, like little kids do, every day, without judgment, and we really become aware of what we do, that's the biggest factor in learning. Once you judge it, shut it down, think you shouldn't be doing it, why, you know, move into the shame cycle, all of that disenables you from being aware and learning. Hmm. So the and biggest, isn't that yeah. Say again? Isn't that what we always do, you know, to survive these things that we go through in our lives? We, we kind of have to shut things down sometimes. And it's, I guess it's kind of like a reawakening that's happening. Yeah. Oh, I love that you think that because I, I absolutely believe that to be true, that the journey of weight loss isn't just about shedding pounds. It really is about waking parts of yourself up. Because we put parts of ourselves to sleep. We, we do. Sometimes intentionally, most of the time unintentionally. We put those parts asleep because either we were hurt too bad or we had a trauma or somebody hurt us or, or then we start to shame ourselves so horribly that we, that we can't stand what we're even saying to ourselves so we shut parts of ourselves down. We put parts of ourselves to sleep. And so you're absolutely right that I believe that if, if weight loss is a journey for you, then the reality is, is yes, you absolutely will wake parts of yourself back up because you put them to sleep to either stay alive or survive during that time. And now you get to wake it up because you're safe now. And I want to be whole. I mean, that's part of the weight loss journey is, you know, being a, I don't know, just feeling more whole and alive and just finding myself a little bit more. It's a cool journey. Yeah, yeah I love that for you. Fe feeling alive, it's funny. I love that you said that because, you know, in all of the, um, gosh, you know, I study feelings, right? And there is lists of hundreds of different emotions, right? Feelings, anger, sadness, glad, blah, blah. And then the reality is, it's rare that you hear about the feeling of feeling alive. Mm. But that feeling is the best gosh darn expletive feeling <laughs> ever. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, today I was just playing, I swear, people in my neighborhood, I, they, must, they must love me, but uh, they, they do like me, but <laughs> who knows if they like my music. Yeah. You know, when you find a good song on the radio and or on your, uh, you know, your phone and you play that with the windows down and the wind blowing through your hair and you're blasting it and singing it, for me, that feels alive. 
Everybody has a different feeling of feeling alive, right? That feeling is the best feeling of the world, and we underrate that because we let that go, a lot of us, about the age of 17 or 18. Hmm. If you watch teenagers, they have that feeling a lot, barring that they're, you know, normal, healthy teenagers. In a good way, I should say, <laughs> because sometimes they get it in a good way, right? But, but adolescence is full of all of those feelings of feeling alive, and then we move into adulthood and we just drowned ourselves. Yep. There was something else you said, too, about um, when we're craving different kinds of foods that they could be the source of something like, like what would crunchy be and salty and stuff like that? Or do they relate usually? Yes. Especially, so for anybody that has a specific craving, either for a specific food or a specific element of the food, right, like crunchy or salty, right, specific foods can definitively be linked to a, a childhood memory or a young adult memory. And specific textures of the food can be related to certain memories and or certain physiological components of the body that need a release. So anybody that's a jaw grinder, a tooth, teeth grinder, keeps their jaw clenched a bunch, well, your jaw gets so tight in there it needs a release. And so chewing on chips is the way it can be done. Mm. You tire the jaw out. You get sick of the taste of the chip. And whew, you feel better for the moment until the shame jumps in and then you're beating yourself up because you shouldn't have eaten a whole bag of chips. Right. But the body needed the release. And then the brain brings in the hate. And then you wonder why like you feel unsafe with yourself. Right. Well, it just feels like if I could start identifying some of those different like if I was having a craving for something or felt the need to do something, I might be able to backtrack and figure out where that's coming from a little bit easier. What office are you in? Uh, Body Bella. Oh, God. Okay. Perfect. So um, I don't like to ask for anybody's name on here. Here's what I want you to do. Ask your doctor, know her name, Brooke, ask your doctor mm -hmm. for a food emotion tracker I will get her one to get you. Okay, thanks. Okay, I have them. Super. And yeah. so it will at least give you like a construct that you can track your food. And when I say food, I don't write on there one half a cup of broccoli. Like I, nobody wants to know that. I don't even want you to know that. I mean, unless you <laughs> want to know that. But it, mm -hmm. it's more about you put your food down, you put your emotions down, you put some environmental kind of constructs down. And it's a quick, easy way to begin to look at that. And then you can take something like that and transfer that into a journal. Okay. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Thank but you. it will give you kind of that initial framework to start okay. that. Okay? Super. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's, that's yeah. going to be really helpful. Yeah. No. You're, you're very, very welcome. Yeah. So I'll get, I'll get that to her. Super. And then she'll get it to you. Wonderful. <laughs> good. Good. I love that. Thank You're you. on an excellent journey. Indeed, I am. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> love it. Thank you very much.
Good for you. You're welcome very much. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Rate, review, and subscribe. You never know who you'll help become the next overcomer.